Hello and welcome to round four of Everything Ranked, the show that compares apples and oranges using math to definitively prove which one is better. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm Ray, still. <laughs> Here's how the show works. Each host does a brief presentation on anything at all, be it something very specific or something very vague. After all the presentations are complete, the hosts have one final minute to explain why their thing should win. Lastly, we will rank all items brought to the table. The winner will be put against other winners of other episodes for one final vote resulting in the definitive list of everything ranked last time hamburgers won yes so whatever wins today is going up against hamburgers uh to go into the second uh the second slot for the finals which is (laughs) the the finals (laughs) i wouldn't know Um, what that feels like so whatever I mean, I maybe you should just uh, have better things. I will strap in, boys. We'll Today's the day. <laughs> okay. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to do a random number generator to see who goes first. Uh, me, Cam, or Ray. It's going to be me. Okay. Oh, I love that Dang song. It. I wanted to go first today. Fine. I know. I, w- I was like hoping you would go first just because that hasn't happened yet. Not um, yet. But okay, everybody. <clears throat> If you're driving, close your eyes. <laughs> if you're dri- if you're piloting a helicopter, close your eyes. Today, I'm going to talk to you about something that is very near and dear to my heart that not many people uh, talk about or even enjoy, but I'm going to make you enjoy it today because today we are talking about Nintendo's own Project Cafe. That's right. The Wii Goddamn You. Oh, um, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just gonna tune out for like ten minutes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chalk this one up as an automatic dub, so yeah, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep going. Listen, You're good. This Go. is this is my cargo shorts, okay? okay. This is my okay. cargo okay. shorts. If I get if I get if I get a two from any of you, then I've won today. You made me spit out very good prosecco. I am very upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm drinking seltzer because if I spit it out, it's basically well water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so. As I said, it's called Project Cafe, which is just cute on its own face. This is one of two Generation 8 home consoles that Nintendo put out. That's right. They're the only people to ever put out two home consoles in a generation. Fucking take that, atheists. Um, it's basically the prototype for the Switch. It, this this thing walked so the Switch could run. And I would argue today that the Wii U, it wasn't running, but it was it was it was walk it was it mall was, walking. It was it mall walk so the Switch could that run. That thing was like on a Saturday. Yep. I am under the belief that the the gamepad rules. Uh, it is a handheld controller. If you don't know, with a screen on it, two analog sticks, four face buttons buttons, a D-pad, and like some other like start select button action going on. It had surround sound speakers on it for a handheld because there were speakers in the back that reflected off your hands to get the back like surround sound sounds on it, which I thought was really cool. Um, The controller also had a camera and a microphone in it. You can do video calls. There was commercials where you would like call your grandma on and just be like, hey, grandma, um, you like Bayonetta 2? How's it going? (laughs) Oh, she fell. Um, So... (laughs) It could also work as a TV remote, which is really cool because at least me personally, I'm all like always fumbling around with my TV remote, my Apple TV remote and like my PS4 controller. Um, and it is kind of a crapshoot which one will be around me. So it was cool to have one thing that could just do all the stuff. Nintendo had this thing called Nintendo TV and it was TVII, which is way ahead of its time. Oh. They, they failed at this shit before Xbox failed at it. And also... <laughs> 
Uh, Apple TV is still failing at it, so <laughs> Nintendo was ahead of its time by doing the, you know, we're going to aggregate all your services in one. So I thought that was pretty cool. They were the first people to actually, like, really implement that. Came boxed in with Nintendo Land, which is, like, the coolest assortment of multiplayer minigames ever, in my opinion. It's like a theme park about Nintendo. People diss the Wii U and say that it didn't have any good games, uh, and that's why it failed. In my opinion, it failed almost exclusively because of marketing. So here's a list of games that debuted on the Wii U. Almost all of these are on the Switch and they are the Switch's top sellers. So <clears throat> Mario Kart 8, which is the top selling Switch game, the top selling Switch game. Um, Wind Waker HD, Country Tropical Freeze, Smash 4, Bayonetta 2, Mario 3D Land, Shovel Knight launched here, Wonderful 101, Pikmin 3, Captain Toad, Breath of the Wild is a Wii U game that is ported to Switch. It runs exactly the same. It is a, it is a Wii U game that's just on Switch. Um, Yoshi's Woolly World, which fucks heavily and I love it. Pokken Tournament, which rules. Kirby Rainbow Curse, which is like, it has some of the most unique art in a video game I've ever seen. It's all claymation and it looks real. It's wild. Fucking Super Mario Maker was on this shit. Super Mario Maker had a longer cultural life than Super Mario Maker 2 did. Super Mario Maker 2 came out and like after two weeks, everyone was like, whatever. But when the first one came out on Wii U, that shit was like everywhere on YouTube for a long, 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 long time. New Mario U, blah, blah, blah. Hyrule Warriors, the new Hyrule Warriors coming out is like a canon uh, Breath of the Wild prequel, and you wouldn't be getting that shit without the Wii U. So hey, Twilight Princess HD came out on that if you want to be a fucking furry. Like I said, a lot of those games are on the Switch, but they, in my opinion, they're a little bit worse because they have the touchpad parts in them, but you just don't do touchpad stuff with it. You just move your controller around. So I, I think that they, like Captain Toad is better on the Wii U than it is on the Switch. Here, Here's the other thing that I like about it the most. This is the most backwards compatible console ever because it has the virtual console on the Wii U and it's also this thing is literally I'm I keep pointing to the one that I literally have plugged into my TV over here um it's literally a Wii also so while the Wii shop was active you could go online with that and download a bunch of games from fucking TurboGrafx 16 Commodore 64 Nintendo, SNES, Genesis 64 all that kind of stuff and on the Wii U you can download Wii games as well, which fucking rules. It has all but the Capcom Zeldas on it. It has all of the Mario's minus Sunshine, all of the Metroids minus Metroid 2, all of the F-Zeros if you're fucking weird. If you got Chrono Trigger on the Wii Virtual Console, this is the only way to play Chrono Trigger on a modern TV and not have it look like ass, like the PC port. And Earthbound, Earthbound's on this too. Earthbound is one of the best games ever. They put out the first Earthbound game on this instead of Earthbound 3, which is a, is a, is a choice. This was where, you know, Rondo of Blood, Castlevania Rondo of Blood, it's in a Castlevania collection for the PS4 um, up until that came out unless you were in Japan the only way to play Castlevania Rondo of Blood was on a Wii or a Wii U. Anecdotally, uh, because, you know, famously, I'm not going to hide it, uh, the Wii U did not sell very well. Um, and Iwata, the president, 
of Nintendo at the time took a massive pay cut so that nobody had to lose their jobs during that time. And that is, in my opinion, it is the reason why those games were all so good, minus like maybe Star Fox Zero and like a couple other ones. But the quality was so high that the Wii U, like I bought a Wii U at launch. I was happy with it. I still have it. And if those games weren't as top quality as they were because of layoffs and all that kind of stuff, we wouldn't have the library that we have on the switch there's no installs like the, the the main the main console had like eight gigs of memory and 32 for the deluxe um yep. which rules like you could just you could just put in like a disc and it just ran off the disc and that was good it was it was built around that which was good um but you could also you know plug in a usb thing and download a bunch of stuff too this launched with 23 in-store games we are when we're recording this it's prior to the new generation of consoles coming out and ps5 has spider-man dlc and Xbox has a promise that Master Chief will show up anytime now. So like, what the fuck, man? A weird, like little minor thing is that the discs are really nice for it. <laughs> they collaborated with Philips on a high density optical disc with a rounded edge. Um, the, the YouTube and Netflix apps were fucking really good with it because you could just, you know, use it on the handheld. Directs started with the Wii U, the Nintendo Direct. Now that we're in pandemic times, all of these like digital conferences and stuff. Xbox does some kind of thing that I don't know what it's called because nobody watches it then there's the um state of play there's stadia connect there is uh, like ubisoft tries to do one sometimes all of those things like have so much to owe to the directs and that happened in the wii u time um you could use a 3ds as a, as a controller in smash for it like what the fuck is that that's wild and the subject of directs like you know the weird puppets the fucking fisa mech bill trinan the fucking iwata holding the bananas and in general just like the 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 format of directs and the hype that it kind of causes it's better than like a than sean Layden coming up on the on the stage with his big oversized suit and saying like god of war is very good uh, and then that's it. <laughs> In conclusion, the year of Luigi. Thank you. Good night. Oh, well, shit. Okay. <laughs> so I know I know that I'm not going to win this one, but I, I am just trying to evangelize. I respect you making your peace. Yeah, I, I, res mean, just... I respect you getting it out there. Sure. I'm glad that you understand. Yep. I get it. So... I get it. <laughs> so we're going to see who goes next mm -hmm. which is i'm going to do a random number generator one and two it's going to be cam or ray it's ray actually hey cool. hey so finally ray you did you did anime in the, <laughs> mm -hmm. i did yeah. yeah you're right you're bringing that anime heat today so today. uh ray what have you got for us today all right everybody stop what you're doing <laughs> Close your land eyes. Your land, land the helicopter. You know, pull over the the yacht. Um, put down the burger and take a deep breath. Inhale through your nose. <laughs> take in all that smell. If it's funky, it's your fault. Just want to let you know that. Today we're talking about yes, your sense of smell and how important it is as a human being. I mean, you know everything. You know animals can you know smell too. But anyway, hey, <laughs> your nose is very important. Don't take it for granted. There's some people that can't smell. And Voldemort. I'm very well. Voldemort ain't got no nose. And <laughs> <laughs> how did he turn out? <laughs> and he's evil. Did you notice that people that can't? No, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> but your nose is very important. It keeps the, the world around you more in tune with you as a human. You walk into a place that smells great and you're like, mm, this is a good place. You walk into a place that smells bad and you're like, mm, I don't know about this. That's called fear. Listen to it. Run away. Okay? That's not good. Don't be there. Did you know? 
know that everyone has a unique odor. There are no two people that smell alike. Yes, you can stink, but you still don't stink the same as everybody else. You know what I'm saying? The only people that stink the same are identical twins. That's a that's a legit thing. I didn't make that up. I might have, but you won't ever know. Anyway, <laughs> I've never seen two good smelling best friends. <laughs> they all smell different. Some one of them smells bad. One of them smells okay, but that's all right. Axe body spray is not okay. Don't use it. Anyway, uh, did you know that prolonged exposure to unpleasant smells can actually impair your ability to smell? So wearing a mask can help with that. So wear your damn mask, kids. Okay? Thank you very much. <laughs> Not only that, if you ever have gone into just think about when you smell certain things and all of a sudden you bam, hit with a memory. You're like, oh, wow. This brings me back to that time in sixth grade where I had a chocolate milk and then I saw the girl that I liked and I got excited and I spilled it and everybody laughed at me. Anyway, yes, smell can bring back memories. And did you know that people remember smells with 65% accuracy? Didn't make up that number either. Uh, after a year and while visual, you know, while you can see things, that's like, I think about 50%. So your nose confirmed better than your eyes. Just saying. Just saying. <clears throat> a pleasant scent can signal these neurons to fire in your brain to remember things that either bring you pain or happiness. You know what I'm saying? I mean, especially offensive odors. You'll remember an offensive odor real quick. You know, you ever walked past uh, an alley that you know has not had a good life? Yeah. I lived in Chicago. I bet you're thinking about it right now. <laughs> it's not pleasant. And by the way, uh, just to kind of, you know, give a, a beautiful rapid bow on top of this present. Did you know that women, their sense of smell is stronger than a man's? And therefore, they know when you stink. You can't hide it. Axe body spray. You ain't fooling nobody. They know. Just just, just a heads up. But What about BOD? Bo with the Windex spray. Yeah. Oh, BOD for me. Check out that BOD. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I want you guys to think about this. Did you know that your sense of smell is weakest in the morning? And that your ability to smell becomes stronger as the day goes on? So the later you stay up, the stronger your sense of smell. It's crazy. I, I, I do smell stronger at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but no I want to take all this time to say smell is another way that we interface with the world smells are wonderful smells can be bad smells can be good smells can give you wonderful memories smells can bring back terrible memories and smells <laughs> also can tell you when you need to get the fuck out of there because sometimes something's going wrong and it might be your stomach so there you go I want to let you know that smelling is great and don't take it for granted because you never know when your last smell might be the last one <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ray. And we have the first audience threat of the show. Ray's like, listen, enjoy your nose for now. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to take a quick break so that everybody can enjoy their noses for a second. And then we will come back at you with Cam's thing and the final lap of the show. Follow your nose. And we are back with the second half of Everything Ranked, round four. It is Cam's turn. Uh, Cam, what are you going to bring to the table against the Wii U and smelling? <laughs> the Wii U and the PU. <laughs> what you got? All right, motherfuckers. If you're driving, here's the thing. Don't close your eyes. Turn up your radio. Because today, motherfuckers, we're talking about ska music. Oh, God oh, damn no. it. Oh, no. 
I'm going to give you a brief little bit of a history lesson. We already first. had something that smells on anyway. Okay, sorry. shut the fuck up. First of all, that's my I first point. This. Nathan Brandt, yeah. shut the fuck up. Sky is like, honestly, what not like a lot of people think it is. So ska music started in like the 1960s, 1950s. It is like a very like Afro-Caribbean genre. It started in Jamaica. Like it's very much it's defined by the rhythm. And that's true across every single thing in ska. Ska is not defined by just, oh, it's punk rock with horns or, oh, like people think cake is a ska band, which is completely fucking incorrect. Um, it's a pastry. Exactly. Shut the fuck you up. Can't. Anyway, <laughs> like it's it's defined by the rhythm. So like it, to get into like things musically here, like you have like your one, two, three, four counts, like ska is defined by the like the and two and and four and with that like kind of like on the upstroke, like a lot of like it's a lot of like guitar rhythms or anything there like that is basically kind of what defines ska ska started as basically like a dance music it was something that people brought people together to like get on the dance floor in like the 1950s 1960s in jamaica and stuff fun fact ska actually predates reggae um ska is like kind of the thing that actually got us to reggae so like ska was like kind of like a beat like you know like 110 140 beats per minute like a good dancing tempo and then eventually you know they slowed it down give it a little bit of a soul vibe that's where we got rock steady and then from there they like slowed it down even more allowed like the bass to kind of groove a little bit and like it got like super political and that's how you got like a lot of reggae getting into like the 1970s 1980s um you have what's called two-tone that's kind of like what's referred to as like the second wave of ska um that is it was like a big big deal over in england actually there were a lot of like jamaican immigrants and like they brought their culture over to england uh they kind of fused uh that traditional ska music with a little bit of like the early predecessors of punk and some new wave music to kind of create two-tone there's a lot of ska bands that are still around that actually still use that kind of traditional two-tone sound there's still not a, like a lot of horns it is all entirely pretty much just fucking like the rhythm bass with like that guitar um this is where a lot of the like people wearing suits a lot of the like checkerboard stuff kind of came from that was just kind of the culture of like the working class in britain moving on from there you get into like oh. yeah yeah that's where that came from okay um, i was like you just like vans yeah is that what is this yeah no <laughs> okay. uh, it, that was that was just kind of like the like mod or uh yeah like that that kind of working class culture in britain at the time right during like the thatcher era stuff that's fucked up that i will get into later um yeah. <laughs> watch watch this season of the crown for Scott. <laughs> right totally uh so like third wave stuff like I, i'm not gonna say that all third wave ska is like ska punk because that's factually incorrect but there is a lot of ska punk like they're leaning more into the punk side for a lot of this stuff. Uh, this is like third wave stuff is what a lot of people think of whenever they think of ska. This is like uh, late 80s, early 90s, going into like the early 2000s where or like before the early 2000s, like late 90s, where, you know, a lot of this stuff like gained a lot of mainstream success. Um, it's kind of like that two tone sound, but mixed with a lot of hardcore punk, um, but also the bands that kind of blew up in the scene were the ones that actually had horn sections and because of that that's why kind of people tend to associate ska with just horns um it's usually very fast and upbeat and it stood out from a lot of the punk at the time because of like the fact that the commercially successful stuff had a lot of these horns but all the ska bands that are actually ska bands still use that fundamental and two and and four and rhythm which is cool anyway history lesson over why is ska music so important? Ska music is so important because ska music at its core is all about unity 
bringing people together. It's all about having a good time, like regardless of the circumstances, working together towards a common goal. Uh, whenever two-tone was formed in Britain, like that, that kind of genre was like a fusion of the Jamaican immigrants coming to Britain, but also the working class that was being like pretty fucking heavily oppressed. And they found a lot of unity through making ska music, like a lot of Margaret Thatcher shitty Europe, like Britain stuff was terrible. And so like a lot of those bands as a whole, like ska is incredibly multicultural. It's like something that is not a traditionally white thing. And it kind of never really has been, which I think is a very neat thing. It's all about, you know, being together. It's being happy, forming unity and everything like that. Most of the big ska bands that got huge are diverse culturally and racially. Um, Like a lot of the legends in the scene are like entirely black or like have a lot of black and brown members, which I think is a really, really cool thing that you do not see a whole lot of. During its heyday, ska also stood out um, in the 90s whenever punk was also kind of taking off and getting a lot more socially like popular and things like that. It stood out because ska has always been a really inclusive genre. A lot of punk rock just like straight up punk rock has a lot of shitty people in it like there's a whole lot of racism and a lot of just fucking the tour the tour is so warped totally absolutely (laughs) like it's the the phrase nazi punks fuck off exists for a reason and it is always true first of all but like that stuff (laughs) has zero compatibility with ska music because at its core it's all about like ska music is all about racial unity it's all about bringing people together like understanding the struggle and just being a part of that same movement and togetherness and all of that stuff my favorite band if you check out my twitter i do not hide it at all but my favorite band is streetlight manifesto they are a ska band i will not hear anything otherwise go fuck yourself if you're gonna try and argue with me about it one of the first shows that I went to to see them, um, they did this song, the subject matter I'm not going to get into because the show is very lighthearted and I don't want to bring it down a whole lot, but um, it's very, very heavy. We already had Margaret Thatcher. Right, so. right. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> I saw a whole lot of people dancing and like having a good time, but like they were just like, there were fucking tears streaming down their face. I locked eyes with somebody and like, I just kind of immediately knew at that point that like, if it were not for that song, And by that, like this band, this movement like ska and like everything it is about culturally, like having that understanding of where people come from, like they would not be here to experience this moment. The fact that Streetlight tends to end their shows with a song that has like a very like slow bit at the end where like I wasn't down in the pit, but I was like pretty close to the pit. So I was like up in the shit. Um, and there was just this dude who was just fucking having a great time, just his shirt off at that concert. I think I was covered in like sweat of like 50, 70 other people, like having a great fucking time. I looked like a fucking drowned rat, but like (laughs) fucking at the end of the song, like everybody just fucking like grabbed hands and like did this fun wave. And like, we all sang together and like, I never got that dude's name or like, I had like almost no conversations with him, but like. The fact that that in that moment, like solidified the fact that it's all about togetherness. I will never forget that moment or that guy, even though I like know nothing else about him. But it was just like a really, really cool, powerful feeling. The joke that a lot of people make that like ska music is what a uh, like 12 year old hears in his head whenever he sees mozzarella sticks, um, (laughs) which is a great joke. Don't get me wrong. I was thinking it was what they think about what they hear when they see titties for the first time. I mean, sure, because here's the thing, like making the same point, making the same point. It's all about joy and happiness, living that experience, being there together, understanding the struggle and like coming together for something that is like greater than yourselves. I, I think that's something that is needed and is important 
as much as it is today, as much as it has been, as much as it fucking always will be. Ska music is a lot more important than a lot of people think. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are just like, oh, well, like, I want ska music to come back. But like, I mean, it's kind of always been there, you know, and it kind of always will be there. I think it'll probably evolve like music does, which I think is rad. But it's really important, I think, not just to me, but to like so many other cultures. And honestly, like, it's been so important to the state of the world for a lot of people. And I think that's really important. Mine's not funny. Mine was important. But that's what I've got. (laughs) Mine was important, too. Okay. Well, uh, unfortunately, (laughs) I hate to disqualify Cam because Cam created ska music so okay ray all right (laughs) cam is a time lord that went back with the fucking checkered vans why didn't you punch margaret thatcher when you were back in time yeah why didn't you punch her when you had the chance take that fake ass wig off ray i'm gonna punch holes in your plan because if i could go back in time what makes you think i wouldn't punch margaret thatcher (laughs) that's that's the the promo clip for today Hello, future so, employers. How's it going? So, we've heard about skanking and stanking and Iwata thanking, and now it is time. And now it is time for us to defend our things in a in but a brief minute. Um, and I'm unfortunately gonna go first. So I've got one minute on the clock. Here we go. Uh, Ray, noses aren't that fucking great. You said that anime was so fucking cool. You know who doesn't have a nose? Fucking Mirio Togata. He, he's the best anime character of all time. Anyway, the perfume scene in SpongeBob, they wouldn't have that without noses. If they didn't have noses, they could go through that perfume section just fine. Plus, I'm a cat owner. I have a nose. I hate that shit. <laughs> I don't consent to these scent memories. I don't need that. I Like I said, I lived in Chicago. Smells are bad is what I have in my rebuttal notes here. Um, and Cam, um, you mentioned Rocksteady. Those Batman games are bad. Uh, real, real I knew Fish somebody is, was going to make that joke. Real Big Fish is a bad band name. Brass players are fucking nerds. You want Unity? Fucking, what about the Wii U Unity, huh? Thanks, I hate what it. You, what about, you want You want something that brings people together? The fucking Miiverse, bro. Shit's too heavy. Go play a Mario. The end. I healed my time. Okay, Nate. I don't have, I don't have shit you against don't. you guys. So you said that, making, and I'm like, oh, he's got nothing. Okay. I just had, I just, I just had a minute to talk. Yeah, they, they have fucking um, nothing. So wow. now it is, now it's Ray's turn. Ready, set, go. First of all, Mirror does have a nose. You just can't see it. So therefore, leave him alone. He's best boy still. Not only that, smelling is good for you. Guess what? Had they had noses? Yeah, you're right. They could have skipped the whole perfume section. They would have known to stay away from it because guess what? You can smell danger. I said it. What's up? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. You know what, Cam? I bet you that Scott show, you can still smell what it remembers. Like. You can still, you remember what it smells like, don't you? can you? smell them don't 70 you? people sweat. Don't you? You can smell it. And so guess what? Without that, it would just be that much less important to you. <laughs> and out of that I bet you'd be like you know what I bet you I could smell Margaret Thatcher around the corner and you would have known the puncher but you did Margaret Thatcher the enemy of some good shows <laughs> uh, not only that have you ever smelled baked bread I yield my time okay you know you're right <laughs> I feel like you could have just said that I yeah. could have but I was like I gotta get you gotta bring him down with me I gotta bring him down with me fucking Margaret Thatcher is why Umbrellaton's umbrella has a knife in it um, Cam are you ready to defend yeah okay ready set 
Go. Uh, I'm not going to make any digs against the Wii U because, frankly, that's not worth my time. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. One, I don't remember what that streetlight show smells like because I was drunk off my ass. And it ruled. Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> I'm going to just talk up Ska a little bit more. So do atheists play chess? Here's the thing. Everybody who listens to Ska, they may not like Ska, but like, I feel like one of the things that you can always get from it is just the general sense of happiness and upbeat that you feel like it makes you want to dance. It makes you want to feel something positive, even if you don't like it. Also, even if you don't like it, there's so many other genres that have mixed with ska. There's like ska and hardcore. There's like ska and jazz. There are full orchestras that play ska tunes that are jazz tunes and it fucking rips. Yeah, like straight up. It's it's great. And I will hear no further arguments. Thank you for your time. There's no anime ska, just so you know. There so is anime for, ska. Ooh. The Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra exists, and they fucking rip. Never heard of it. You made that up. <laughs> Ray, you asked if, if atheists play chess. Uh, Do they, they don't, because they don't believe in bishops. Shut anyway, the fuck up. So, <laughs> so, um, so we've heard every argument and rebuttal, and so now it's time to use math to rank everything. Each host will give out a three, a two, and a one to the things presented today, and the highest score will win. So, I went first, so I'm going to go first. Um, I am legitimately, I don't like smells, like, actually. (laughs) So, like, I'm going to give smells a one. The bias! Okay, yes. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Ray. I had the most votes and still lost. Here's, I won by a lot. Um, We're recording this on the day that Biden won, by the way. Yeah, if you couldn't tell by the fucking energy in this room. Yeah. (laughs) And here's my dilemma with, with the remaining two things, right? Ska, while important, is not a genre I like. And Wii U, while it is not important, is something I really, really like, which is it's really hard. So if I were to give it like fractions of points, I would get I would take half a point each away from Ray's thing <laughs> and give them to the others. But wow. um, for a for a narrow victory and just because so I can not get the minimum score, I'm going to give the Wii U a Wii 2 and Cam Ska gets a three. Um, Ray, what are your rankings? Well, you know what? I'll tell you what my rankings are because I smell foul play here. <laughs> as much as I like the Wii U, I don't own a Wii U anymore for very good reasons. Because <laughs> all the good summon- games came out on, on Switch. That's true. I don't need it no more. Kick to the curb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it smells oh, bad. Yeah. I thought it, it wheelbarrow race so that, so that <laughs> the Switch could it was run. like the potato sack race. Yeah, I, like it absolutely was that. Yeah. <laughs> It was the one person three legged race. Mm-hmm. Which is like a lot of it was like uh, really Reggie with a fucking bag on his leg running. Yeah. Uh but then uh so yes, sorry we you you get last place, you know, because you got last place in real life too. Mm-hmm. Uh and then um you know, Cam, you made this difficult for me because you gave a very passionate, mm-hmm. very passionate mm-hmm. talk. And, you know, I was very, very happy to see how happy Scott makes you and the memories that it's fostered with you. But you know what? <laughs> yep. You made it up and so it don't count. So it's getting number two. <laughs> I like to smell things, especially good things. Alcohol can smell good sometimes. It can also smell bad and tell me to stay away from it. You know, the danger thing, once again, uh, people can smell good. People can also smell real bad. Uh, bread smells great. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good cooked food smells fantastic. Have you ever been in a neighborhood full of restaurants that are good? 
mm-hmm. and smell all of them yeah. at one time. Yeah. And you're like, oh. I lived in between a pizza place, a Thai food restaurant, a Mexican restaurant, and a Jamaican restaurant mm. in Chicago, and that shit was fucking so oh, good. So I was just like, wow. These, <laughs> these people know good. what spices exactly. are, huh? I love it so much. But yes, smelling's great. And I, I, I don't take it for granted, because I'm like, you know, if I couldn't smell, I think I'd be bored, actually. And so, yeah, smelling is number one for me, because it smells like victory. Uh, Cam, what are your ratings for today? Nate, I'm sorry, but the Wii U's last place. Um, I shit. Uh, I shit. I'm happy that you got to say your piece, but fuck, man. Real big fish can suck a real big dick. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. That's the clip for the show. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. No, it's got to be about Margaret Thatcher. I need somebody to draw up fucking anime Margaret Thatcher versus Umbrella. Yeah, team. absolutely. Cam with an umbrella. She's, yes, she's like the that. enemy in the new skeleton war. Um, <laughs> uh, smells the second place. Um, Smells are great, but like, I don't know, like smells have not had like a huge impact on my life. Like it it is interesting that like you have, you know, weird memories and things associated with them. Like one of the weirder ones I have is uh, the Papa Murphy's uh, Chicago style pizza smell and uh, Soul Calibur 3 are like intrinsically linked for me just because that's what I was eating whenever I started playing that game. Um, yeah, I was going to say that in my rebuttal, and I forgot that smells are bad because I can't smell the cucumber melon smell anymore without thinking about my shitty ex. <laughs> so, like, so like smells get a zero. I mean, me. I'm like I'm I'm like that with cat poop, honestly. So I get it. Your ex used cat poop for perfume as well. Anyway, um, so um, yeah, ska music is first place. Um, it's I, I just what a I, 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 I I've already made my points. So. Okay, so um, I would like to say that Wii U is mathematically better than Biscuits and Gravy. Oh, hate that. I hate that. Didn't get last place, at least. Man, that Um, hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wii U is better than biscuits and gravy. <laughs> oh, it's my new Christmas card. God, I hate, uh, I hate that mathematically I have to stand behind that. You must. Uh. Um, and so in second place... Um, is smells with six points, meaning that Ska is um, as good mathematically as the 1893 Chicago World's Fair with eight, um, which has our previous highest score. By the way, I bet that place smelled terrible. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nah, motherfucker, they had the first brown... Anyway, we, we didn't... <laughs> you can't do this! I did, think, do I did this. think about being like, do you know what else Ska has? Key changes. Speaking of key changes, what thing is going to go up against key changes in our finale? Will it be burgers or ska? Um, oh, I'm ready to throw down. My personal vote is for burgers. My vote is ska music. It all comes to me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How funny. What does your failure lead you <laughs> back to me? <laughs> Dreaded run from it. Burgers come all the same. <laughs> I hope they don't. Good God. Um, Ray, just think about how much time and effort I put into pulling one over just so I can have a chance to talk to you. Don't make Iwata's ghost cry. (laughs) This has nothing to do with Iwata's ghost. It has everything to do with Iwata. (laughs) It always has something to do with Iwata. No, I'm sad. Uh, hamburger. Sorry, God damn it! Lit, and oh, I can smell shit. those. I can I smell. I can smell. Sorry. It's bullshit. Um. 
I'm sorry. You got key changes, bro. Yeah. You gonna argue against yourself? So at the end of episode six, we will have to deliberate whatever wins between episode five and episode six's thing um, between key changes and the humble hamburger. Uh, so Ray, you get you better like come correct in episode five and six so you can get something in the finals because it would be rad if we had mm -hmm. like one from each of us in mm. the finals. Um, I guess so, I gotta, uh, we got the big gun. Space. <laughs> Let's see. That concludes our program for today. If you listened to us thus far, we thank you so much for listening. Uh, what was your rankings for today's things? Tweet us at, at some good shows and let us know. If you're new, please consider subscribing. We have a great roster of seasonal shows coming up that we think you'll love. Um, our show art is by Zach Russell. You can find his work at, at Cavity Crew. And our music is by Julian V. Their work is at Jules VZ. And with that, I can be found at, at Victory Position on Twitter. I can be found at, at The Camdy Man. You can find me at Ray Apollo, no space, everywhere. And this has been Everything Ranked. Tell your pet to attack Margaret. <laughs> <laughs>